Okay, I'm Reverend Richard Brunton and I'm part of the leadership team at Lansing TAB and of course we're very aware that things have changed a great deal even in the last few days. But there are some things that don't change. Our desire to love one another as the people of God, that hasn't changed. Our desire to pray for one another, that hasn't changed. Our need to give to the work of God, that hasn't changed and our desire to hear the word of God, that hasn't changed. And so we're going to just uh, share the word of God with you today. Paul said to Timothy, he said, preach the word, be instant in season and out of season. Now this is a very different season that we're walking through, but we are going to share the word of God and Mark was going to lead the Mother's Day service and I'm handing over now to him to introduce something about that. Hello, thank you, Richard. Well, this is definitely very unusual. I think it's very exciting. We're going to have to think of new ways of worshipping together, new ways of studying the Bible together, helping each other, helping our community, and just keeping in touch. Our creative God made us to be creative, we will be creative and we will find new ways to be a worshipping community. One thing that hasn't changed is that we've all had a mother. Today we're specially thinking about mothers. Now this is something I want everyone to think about. If you were asked to draw your mother, what would your drawing look like? I think that's something everybody could do now just on the back of an envelope or a bit of scrap paper. I wonder what those pictures are going to be like. Most of us are not great artists. Would the picture feature hands? The hands that stroked you, made your meals, bound up your wounds? What about the eyes? Those watchful eyes that kept you on the right road. A mother's glare can be quite powerful, can't it? The eyes that wept when you were really ill. Or the eyes that flashed with pride when you did something really good. Would you draw a mouth? The mouth that scolded you, keeping you from knowing right from wrong. The mouth that praised you and built you up as a person. And what about that mouth that told you those really precious stories that you still remember? I imagine a lot of your pictures would feature a heart. The heart that loved unconditionally. The heart that led your mother to give whatever she could for your good. And the heart that never stopped praying for you. I challenge everyone to draw their mother and then to think through what those memories are that have caused us to draw her in that way. If you're seeing your mother today, of course, you may need to hide that picture later, but well, let's see. Now let's take a little bit of time to thank God for our mothers, our whole families and his care. So here are two prayers for Mother's Day. Loving God, Jesus, your son, was born into the family of Mary and Joseph. Bless all parents and all who care for children. Strengthen those families living under stress. And may your love be known where no human love is found. Loving God, we thank you for the family of the church, 
We pray that all may find in her their true home. The lonely, the marginalised, the rejected may be welcomed and loved in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, God, for the love of our mothers. Thank you, God, for their care and concern. Thank you, God, for the joys they have shared with us. Thank you, God, for the pains they have borne for us. Thank you, God, for all that they give us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And to our very first online service, I'm really pleased that an old friend of the tab is here to speak to us all. Steve Brunton. Steve, you're very welcome. Thank you for coming and enjoy this enormous congregation that's perhaps not here, but is out there. It's a real privilege to start off these unusual but hopefully exciting videos, uh, sermons that we're going to be having here at Lancer Tabernacle. You may have heard that the sermon title this morning is more than a three-letter word and you might be wondering what that word is and you will soon find out. But first let's go to scripture where we're going to continue our Mark series. Today we're looking at Mark chapter 12 verses 28 to 34. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked him, of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbour as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Well said, teacher, the man replied. You are right in saying that God is one, and there is no other but him. To love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, and with all your strength. And to, you, and to love your neighbour as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he'd answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And from then on, no one dared ask him any more questions. So we begin now thinking about that three-letter word. It'd be interesting for you to try and guess at home what that word is. And we begin with the letter Y. Why? Why, why? Why, why? Why? Yourself. Why stands for yourself. And the scripture that we read mentioned loving your neighbour as you love yourself. And this is really important because if we don't love ourselves, how can we love other people? Well, we might think we can love other people, but what we normally do is do kind things for people wanting their love, wanting something from them. And that is not really love. Real love, the Bible says, is not self-seeking. And so when we love ourselves, when we are kind to ourselves, and then we are kind to others, well, this is much healthier 
And this comes from a pure place because we're not trying to get love for ourselves because we already love ourselves. But this love only works if it stems from a certain person. And that is the Lord Jesus. Because when we know the Lord Jesus and we know that he lived for us, he died for us and he rose again for us to pay the price for all the wrong we've ever done and will ever do, even our nastiest thought, well, then we can start to love ourselves because we can see, well, God loved us so much that he gave his only son, he gave Jesus, to live for us, die for us and rise again for us. And so obviously, though we are sinful, there must be something about us that God thought was worth saving. He looked at us and loved us before he saved us. So when God loves us with such an incredible love, when the Lord Jesus loves us and the Holy Spirit, well, we can begin to love ourselves and then we can begin to love others. So that was our first letter, Why? So our next letter, any guesses? Oh, I wonder if you got it, O. So, the letter O. Others. So, we are told in the scripture to love our neighbours as we love ourselves. And what's really interesting is if we think, well, who is our neighbour? Well, our neighbour is not just our next-door neighbour, but it's our neighbour's next-door neighbour and our neighbour's neighbour's next-door neighbour and their neighbour's neighbour's next... You know what I mean. So, really, an easier way of saying it is we are to love others. Oh, others. So we're to love ourselves, yourself, and we are to love others. So, how do we love others? Well, we love others, as I said before, by first of all knowing Jesus' love and then loving ourselves and then we can love others. And you might be thinking, well, what are some ways that I can love others? Well, today on this special Mother's Day service, of course, Some people that we particularly want to remember to show our love to today are our mothers. And maybe you already have done something to show your mum that you love them. Maybe you made them a card, maybe with a bit of help or even on your own. You made them a cake, who knows. But there are lots of ways that we can love others. And this is broader than loving our mums. And what's really interesting when you think about the fact that the command the message is to love others is it doesn't say apart from that person at school who really annoys you and that one down the road who you really don't like loving others means everyone and with God's help we can love everyone and a big thing for us is knowing Jesus's love and forgiveness and kindness because those three things knowing his love forgiveness and kindness enables us to love people, to forgive people, to be kind to people, even people who really do our heads in, even people who are very, very unkind to us. 
So our third and final letter. Again, any guesses at home? Well, it's the answer to most questions that you'll hear, particularly in church. That's a bit of a clue. J. J for Jesus. J for Jesus. So Jesus has got to be the answer to most questions that you'll be asked, particularly at church. So, Jesus. Jesus. Well, I've spoken a lot about Jesus already, and of course Jesus is mentioned in the scripture that we read today. And Jesus talks about how we need to love God. We need to really love God. I first of all spoke about the part where we love others, we love our neighbours, and our neighbours' neighbours, and all those. But we need to love Jesus himself. Now, even though it is loving Jesus to love other people, particularly when we do love those people that are difficult in our lives, that's really a blessing to the Lord Jesus. That really blesses him a lot because that's huge and in a lot of ways you could describe that as a miracle particularly if someone's been deeply unkind to you but we also need to just love Jesus for who he is to enjoy knowing Jesus to be devoted to Jesus and so there is an emphasis there is a real push in the passage for us to love God but by loving God we also love Jesus and we love the Holy Spirit and if it wasn't for Jesus we would struggle to love God because Jesus has made a way for us to know God without Jesus we wouldn't be able to know God Jesus gives us that opportunity so we love Jesus we love God we love the Holy Spirit and we are to love them as the scripture says because if you love one you love them all with all of our heart with all of our mind with all of our strength, with all of our spirit. And that's not an easy task, but we can do it when we know the incredible love of the Lord Jesus for us. When we know that love that he has for us, we can love him that deeply. And we will do things like loving ourselves, like loving other people, but above all, we will love him because we will think, well, it's all about him. It's all about Jesus we will just be absolutely overwhelmed in a very good way by his love and want to love him back, to, to give our all to him. And in this evening service, I'll be speaking more about that. But for now, I just want to say this. How can we love him in simple, to put it in basic terms? Well, we can love him through praying to him, through reading the word, through reading the Bible. Jesus said, if you love me, you obey my commands. So we need to know the Bible to be able to know the commands so that we can show love to him in that way. We can love him through worshipping. And there's loads of ways we can worship, including being kind to others, forgiving others. But a big way is through song. Now, of course, that doesn't mean anything if we don't actually then show love to people and do the other things God's calling us to do. But if we are doing those things, those songs are powerful because those songs are a way of expressing the love that we have to him that we're showing through the way we live in words. And that is very powerful and that is a great thing to do and scripture encourages us to praise him through song. And we do that very often. And I hope you'll find ways in this time where we're not able to gather together in, in, in song to worship him through song. And maybe you don't like your voice. 
The amazing thing is God loves you so much that he loves your voice, even if to yourself and other people it's awful. And maybe at this time where you won't be around lots of people, you might particularly be able to take time to sing to him with less embarrassment because it'd be just you and him. So, yo Jay, that was the free letter. No, of course, that was not the three letter word I just knew you would guess if I did it in the normal order so you can probably guess what word we're really thinking about joy and I believe and I have experienced in my life that when we love others, when we love ourselves, and above all, when we love Jesus, and all of this because of knowing his love, where it all stems from, without knowing his love, we can't do any of the rest, that we will experience joy, and we will help others to experience joy. Let's pray as we close. Father God, thank you that through the Lord Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, we can experience the most wonderful joy. And we pray that you would help us to love you with all we've got, to love others, and to love ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we thank God for this opportunity to share his word. And you've heard from Mark and you've heard from Steve. And uh, we just pray that God will bless you on this Mother's Day and that the Word of God will really strengthen you throughout this day. We're going to come back with an evening message, but this is the end of the morning message. God bless you.